If our religious beliefs in the United States of America offend anybody who is a non-believer, I have some advice for them. Leave! Herman Cain, Solutions for a Better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us. Because you know we are going to tell you the truth. We're going to give you the facts. Because we want you to be informed and inspired to help make this a better U.S. America. Breaking news. Breaking news. Every day with Herman Cain and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie. How are you? Hey, Herman. How you doing today, buddy? Oh, man, I'm telling you, I have just been on top of the world all morning. Excellent. Living the dream, as I say. Well, what's happening in the latest poll? Yeah, we got a new poll out of Quinnipiac University today, which has been a pretty good source for polling data the last few uh, cycles. And uh, their polls, I think, show what uh, a lot of people feel, and that is uh, Donald Trump, uh, even more momentum in the Republican race, now up to 28% nationally from 20%. Uh, Ben Carson still filling in that number two role. And then you've got a tie with Jeb Bush, Marco Rubio, and Ted Cruz after that. Uh, on the Democratic side nationally, Hillary Clinton still maintaining a lead in this poll of 23 points, though it is down. Again, uh, the only red flag I have about Bernie Sanders at this point in time is he's strong in New Hampshire, but not really in any other key states. Right. And nationally, he's still trailing by a bunch. I mean, when you're behind by 23, that's still a pretty big margin. And there was a new poll in Iowa the other day, in fact, that had Hillary Clinton up 34. So. You know, I'm wondering on several fronts if Sanders, even though he he had all those big crowds, whether maybe he has hit a plateau at this point in time. We'll have to wait and see what happens there. Of course, as you well know, Herman, uh, in in the race, momentum is key. And if you can win somewhere, then that changes the dynamic totally. Now, what was more interesting about the polls, since I had a couple of listeners uh, email me today and tell me, don't look at the polls, it's ridiculous, you're wasting your time. I said, okay, fine. It's just directional. Yeah, Come exactly. On. That's that's what I'm interested <laughs> too. But I thought this was really interesting. So Quinnipiac, when they were polling people, they played a little word association. And they said, okay, what are the what what is the first word that comes to mind when we give you a candidate's name? So let's play that with uh, with Donald Trump first. So right. of the responses, what was the first word that comes to mind? The word that got the most responses was arrogant. The second word was blowhard. The third was idiot. The fourth was businessman. And the fifth was clown. So those are Donald Trump. I'd have to say that that's probably not the best kind of review for him. Jeb Bush, this was interesting. By far, what was the first word that came to the mind of voters surveyed in this poll? It was Bush. Well, I find that interesting because that tells me that the Bush name is still a little radioactive for people. Then it was family, then honest, weak, and brother, talking about the former president. So those were the top five words for Jeb Bush. Right. Now, for Hillary Clinton, the number one word that was associated freely, this was not multiple choice. It was not offered up as an, an uh, people volunteered this on their own. Yeah, it wasn't prompted. It exactly. just it was the first word that comes to mind. Number one was liar. Uh-huh. Number two was dishonest. Number three was untrustworthy. And then four was experience. Five was strong. So you had three very bad and two decent um, answers. And actually, number six was Bill, as in Bill Clinton, which I thought was sort of funny. <laughs> what were the? Go back to what the ones were for Trump again. Yeah, Trump's top five were arrogant, blowhard, okay. idiot, businessman, and clown. And down the way, you get more things like 
outspoken, crazy, rich, showman, strong, there's a swear word, bombastic, egomaniac, loud, you know, it goes through the whole thing. So, uh, and and it's it's very interesting, obviously. Here's uh, for Hillary Clinton down low, oh, there's a word that rhymes with twitch, uh, phony, cheat, uh, ambitious, brilliant, fair. So, you know, it's sort of all right. over the lot. Yeah. And, you know, look. I, what's the one thing that we've seen in the polls is that the the trustworthiness and honesty thing question has been there for Hillary Clinton, right? right? So here we are in a free association kind of thing from this poll. They're not prompting people. They're not saying pick from this list or something like that. Uh, and and the top three for Hillary Clinton are liar, dishonest, and untrustworthy. Now, I think what we can take from that more than anything is that there's automatically Hillary Clinton is one of those candidates that there's pretty much almost no middle ground on. You know what I mean, Herman? There's not too many people sort of undecided when it comes to Hillary Clinton. And and uh, we'll have to see whether this is just a one little thing or whether it really does reflect a broader battle for her as she tries to move forward in this race. Well, I like to get a uh, – I want Clark to get me a copy of that because what's interesting is those word associations, that's the category that I use on my presidential rating list called perception. Mm-hmm. And as you know, the media has a big role in the perception that they present to people. Now, what's interesting is – not a lot of those words were complimentary of Donald Trump, but he continues to go up in the polls. Yeah. What was the size of that particular uh, one? You know? you know, I don't know. Okay. I should, I, let's see. Just judging from it, it looks to me like uh, 600 or so. Okay. And, and uh, you know, so it's it's a pretty sizable one. It's a national one, obviously. I mean, sure, could it be skewed? Absolutely. I have to say it's interesting, though, because still the the biggest negative kind of reactions in these polls still come to both Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. Right. I mean, Trump has a lot of people that say no way they would never support him, and yet he is still going up. He is still ahead in all the key states. The, uh, you know, I, uh, I've talked a number of times about how Trump has been able to be up in the polls, even though he clearly does not agree with sort of everything that's Republican, quote-unquote. Uh, there was another example. I saw an article yesterday where Trump was talking about how he would not be opposed to raising taxes on hedge fund managers, which is something that the Democrats have pushed for a number of years and Republicans have stiff-armed and kept it at arm's length. And I, I really, you know, and, and then the immigration issue where you can find, I saw a picture circulating the other day of Trump standing proudly with a couple of dreamers and talking about immigration reform and things about them. I mean, he's been all over the lot on immigration, but he's been able to even though there's evidence out there, the Kelo decision is another thing. He liked that from the Supreme Court. Things that conservatives just aggravate the living daylights out of them, they're, they just sort of paper over it because they like how Trump is aggressive. They like the way he talks. They like, they like the way he comports himself. And so far, he's been able to avoid being dragged down by, by details and specifics. Well, what I find interesting, I hardly ever hear about uh, something called the Gravis poll that Newsmax published last night, but you hear Quinnipiac, it still has basically the same order that you just mentioned, but the numbers are dramatically different, and their sample size was 3,567 registered voters, and so I found that kind of interesting in terms of what they were putting out. Doug's done a lot of polling work, sent a lot of stuff to me over the last few years, yep. and yeah, I've, I've seen that too. It's, uh, you know, the usual debate about which poll is right, which poll is wrong, but I think what it shows more than anything is Donald Trump is still the GOP frontrunner and by yep. a, a sizable right. amount. You got it. I think that 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 is the one consistency, you know, from poll to Again, poll. Again, we're looking at direction, you know. Right, uh, right. 
And and I would agree. I don't want to get too wrapped up in the polling data, but right. at the same time, when you see Trump expanding his lead, you can't just sort of ignore that. You know, I think what a lot of people do, and there's nothing wrong with this, I think it's just sort of classic, you sort of tune out the poll you don't agree with, or <laughs> if your guy has dropped, you sort of say, ah, that poll's probably not right. And, yeah. and I get that. That's the way people are. And so, uh, I mean, somebody, uh, in the same poll, they did a mock-up basically of the top three Democrats versus Donald Trump. Hillary Clinton beat Trump by eight points. Uh, or Joe Biden beat uh, Trump by eight points. Hillary Clinton beat him by four. And then uh, Bernie Sanders beat Trump by three points. Somebody sent me a note this morning said, oh, there's no way Sanders could ever beat uh, Trump. That's a stupid poll. Why are you even reporting it? So I get it. You know, certain things go against the grain and you don't believe them. But it was sort of some interesting data out of this poll today. Uh, very good. Uh, speaking of that, Carla Fiorina has moved up in all of the polls. But yet, do you know much about the CNN criteria they're yeah, going to use CNN for the next debate? Yeah, the CNN criteria for the next debate it focuses on the last 10 polls before this debate. and 10? Yeah, at this point in time, those stretch back to before the first debate. Now, I would think in the next three weeks that we're going to have, well, look, you've just got this new Quinnipiac poll out there, so that that's another one that gets out there that could change things in terms of where she stands. But she's been complaining that she's worried, and she's right to be worried, that she, it, you know, it might hurt her that, uh, that, uh, that CNN has a different, kind of read on where things are. In this latest poll, Fiorina is, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth in eighth place. Right. Uh, the the order in the in the poll, real quick, just imagine this. Trump, Carson, Bush, Cruz, Rubio, Walker, Kasich, Fiorina, Christie, Huckabee, and then you get down Paul, Santorum, Perry, and everybody else was sort of zero. So, um, you know, look, I I think we'll have a rash of new polls. I mean, why not? You want to sort of get those polls out over the next few weeks, and that could elevate Fiorina to that top ten. I would think that there's two distinct possibilities for people to fall out of the top ten and go down to the lower debate table. I would think one would be Chris Christie. He would sort of be on the minds of many that he could be in the biggest problem spot. The other, this is sort of an an outlier, but it's possible depending on how far he goes down, and that's Rand Paul. Yeah. Rand Paul has dropped a bunch. I mean, right now the real clear average, let's see, two, four, six, eight. Right now Rand Paul's in 10th. Mm-hmm. Just barely above Chris Christie. And Huckabee has been dropping, too. He's dropped way down. So, there, you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility that uh, there could be uh, some different people up on that stage. But no one of that lower table, you know, Rick Perry or Santorum or Jindal or Graham, none of those people are going up. It's basically everybody else going down. Again, Trump's ascension has really suppressed a lot of those people down the way. Right. Well, this Gravis poll is consistent direction of what you just said and the ones that are in the greatest danger of not making the uh the the top table are chris christie Rand paul and even rick perry all yeah. three of them that numbers think, have gone down yeah perry's not going to go anywhere he's yeah. uh, not only struggling but his 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 state director in iowa who quit the other day then yeah. signed up with donald trump so 
uh, that that took a big That's chunk out of him. That's pretty telling. Yeah, no I, matter I, how much he says, no, we're still alive and kicking. He can say that all he wants to. But, well, and the guy yeah. in Iowa said something. I think I read in the Des Moines Register that uh, he finally figured it was time to do something else when nobody from Perry headquarters had contacted him in ten days or something oh, wow. like that. Hmm. But then they went back. Somebody uh, to sort of get back at him leaked out his emails. Uh, where he was uh, very critical of Donald Trump. So, you know, uh, sometimes we have hired guns in these things. It shouldn't, oh, be, a, it shouldn't yes. be a surprise. Exactly. Well, very good, Jamie. Well, I appreciate Oh, one last quick thing. Yes, sir, Herman. Uh, according to some media outlets, Joe Biden is creating some excitement in Republican circles, in, in political circles. Well, look, I, I think, you know, it would be a dynamic changing event if the vice president gets in the race. But I still wonder, let's just ask ourselves, would he accelerate up to number one? I'm not sure there's a lot of people here who believe that in nope. D.C. He I could still either. play a big role, but making him the winner, um, we'll have to see. And Biden still hasn't made up his mind, obviously. Well, thanks a lot, Jamie. See you, Herman. You're listening to the Herman Cain Show. Herman Cain on the radio every day. Herman Cain on demand at HermanCain.com. Click on Cain 24-7. Another presidential race analysis. Quinny Piak. Coming up, rapid fire at 877-310. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.